My struggle with weight has always been a topic of conversation I really wanted to avoid having, let alone share on the podcast. For as long as I can remember, I have felt an immense amount of shame about the size of my body and really held on to this belief that I would never truly be loved or be successful in my business until I weighed a certain amount or looked a certain way. When the scale hit 200 pounds, I thought to myself, okay, Andrea, it is really time for you to get down to business and finally lose the weight. But instead of losing, I actually spiraled into toxic diet culture, started experiencing even more destructive thoughts about my body. And in the end, I just gained an additional 12 pounds. So on my 49th birthday, which was this past October, I felt this sense, this prompting to start living differently. It felt as though it was a divine moment. And it was time for me to step into a new way of being, not only in this area, but in every area of my life. And I knew that one of the first things I would do was address the struggle with my weight, to get honest with myself and really look at where I was struggling on a physical, energetic, and emotional level. Because in theory, I knew what I needed to do, but I really felt ill-equipped to handle it on my own. So as we continue through the Authentically Me series, I'm sharing what I've been learning as I unpack the layers that has kept me in this consistent struggle year after year with my body, my weight, and what I've been doing to let go of those old ways of being, those old stories and paradigms. This journey is one that is ongoing and in no way am I even close to being where I want to be. And I'm definitely not an expert in the matter. However, I really want to share with you to be honest and upfront about what has been working for me, what has not worked for me, and how I am approaching my weight loss journey from a place of compassion, love, and acceptance. Are you ready to take courageous steps to build a life and business you love? Welcome to the Courage Cast. I'm Andrea Crisp, an empowerment coach, author, and a multi-passionate entrepreneur. For years, I was afraid to allow myself to shine. That was until I discovered that I could step into my own power, shift my mindset, and take ownership of my destiny. Now I coach people across the world who are ready to own their life, make a massive impact, and with a blend of practical and spiritual advice, we hope that the Courage Cast empowers you to take brave steps in your own life and business. Hey friend, I am so glad that you're here. Welcome to the Courage Cast. My name is Andrea Crisp. I am your host. If we have not already met, connected on social media, or if this is by chance your first time tuning into the podcast, then I hope you feel right at home. But before we get into the episode today, can I ask you a huge favor? If you absolutely love the episode or if you get something, something just stands out for you, and I'm sure that it will, would you consider following the Courage Cast on your favorite podcast player and downloading the episode? This makes such a huge difference for the show. It's so different than just streaming an episode. 
So make sure you click those buttons and it will really help us to be seen by other people. And of course, if you have a moment, leave us a rating and review. I would greatly appreciate it. Okay, so with that out of the way, friend, we are into December. My gosh, this is like, I, I, I'm shaking my head thinking about it. My parents have left for Florida. They are down there now until probably the end of March, maybe even into April. And we're getting ready to head into the holiday season. And I've just been thinking to myself, like how fast this year has flown by and all of the things that have happened. But for me personally, the last quarter has been probably the best part of the year by far. And my intention has been to finish the year intentionally. In fact, I took the last 90 days of 2023 to really be intentional about setting some things in order for myself as we move into 2024. So I want to ask you, like, are you doing the same thing? Are you being intentional about what the rest of this year looks for you? Like, it doesn't matter that we're about to hit a new year. I mean, it's about what's happening right now. And maybe you're like at the point where you're like, okay, now I just got to slow down. I got to chill out a little bit. Or maybe you're ramping things up and you're like, yes, I'm getting things in order for the new year. For myself personally, I have been reminded, Spirit has been like speaking to me over and over again that I need to slow down. But it feels a little bit different this time because in the past, I would have taken that as, hey, let's do nothing. Let's sit on the couch and watch Netflix. But right now, I feel like it means more about being intentional with my time, with what I put my energy towards, and really finishing well and taking time for the things that matter the most to me. So for me, that looks a lot like my health and fitness journey. And taking the time to get really clear on what comes next for me personally in my life and also within my business. And I I know being an entrepreneur for many years now that I don't need to rush the process. It really is something that unfolds with time. But one of the big decisions that I made recently is to press pause on our weekly connection calls. I've been running Courage and Conversations, which is our Wednesday connection call for well over a year, probably even more than that now. But I just was feeling like it was time to make a change and do something different. So I am going to follow my intuition and I'm going to take a break. Now, I don't know if we'll come back in the same format or what will happen. There was absolutely nothing wrong with what we were doing. And in fact, it was very successful, but I just was feeling like it was time for me to focus my energy elsewhere. So I am going to follow my intuition, which is always like a funny thing, right? Because it's like, why would you do something and change something that is going well? But anyways, nonetheless, I am following my intuition and I am just pressing pause on it. So over the past few months, we've been in a series called Authentically Me. 
And I felt like this was the right time for me to share the parts of my own personal transformation story that I have kind of been keeping more or less to myself. And it's been quite the journey for me to even release these episodes. And if you haven't listened to all of them, you can go back and you can listen to um, all of the different episodes within the series. And I hope that they're an inspiration for you in some way. But in case you haven't already had a chance to listen to the live podcast, oh, please go back and listen to that one. It's episode 293. And It was just amazing. I loved recording it live. We had so many amazing things come from that episode. And I'm honestly still living high off of the the vibes from the event. So as we move into the last month of 2023, I've been thinking about, okay, what do I really want to share as we wrap up the series? And of course, there have been two things that I have not really talked about yet in this series. And so now is the time as we wrap up (laughs) the last of the Authentically Me series. And this one particular topic um, has been something that I've probably really never talked about on the podcast. And it's the topic of my weight or also self-love. But if you get down to it, it really is about the struggle I've had with my own body image over the years. So even as I'm thinking about talking about it with you, I feel like oh, a little uneasy, even though I know this is probably something I really need to be talking about for myself. It has been something that has taken me quite a long time to get up the courage to be able to share with you on the podcast. Now, friend, I know I am not alone in the struggle with weight. This is something that I think many of us really struggle with, whether or not you feel like you're overweight or underweight, or maybe it's just a matter of just not really loving your body or putting a lot on your body that is, you know, more due to the things that have happened, childhood trauma, wounds, all sorts of things that have happened within your past. And so I know that I'm not alone in this. And uh, I'm going to share a little bit about that and how that has impacted me personally. But this is something that I have been struggling with since I was a kid, as long as I can remember. And when I was a teen, my mom gained more weight. So she became overweight. So it has always been a a topic of conversation in our household. And I have to say it has probably eclipsed so many different moments in my life, probably because instead of really celebrating certain things, I was always focused on what I look like, or feeling like I didn't look like I wanted to. And you might be, um, in that place right now in your own life where you're like, okay, I just, you know, wish that I felt really, really good in my skin, really, really felt like I was the weight I wanted to be. But maybe you're also in a place where you're like in tip top shape. And it really doesn't matter if you're on either side. I encourage you to keep listening because the stuff that I'm going to share with you today, I believe is going to apply. And if you are on a journey like I am to get fit, 
to lose weight or you just really want to love your body at a deeper level, then I know this is going to be an episode that is going to inspire and encourage you. And even though I don't know everything, I probably don't even know any, I don't know anything at all. Um, what I have discovered is that this part of the journey, the body in the body, soul, spirit part, is really what gets often overlooked because we don't really acknowledge the energetic work around the weight that we're carrying because it's not talked about, especially with the body positivity movement. And not that I'm throwing shade against that at all. I think that it all plays a role in how we feel about ourselves and the energy around what we believe um, we deserve and who we are and our way of being. So this is just one place on the internet, <laughs> one, one little podcast that is sharing my journey my story and um, what I have found to be helpful for me. So as I've been doing the inner work, I've realized personally that the physical weight that I have been carrying is a byproduct of the emotional weight that I carried around for many, many years. And one of the things that has stood out to me the most is that it is not always necessarily equated with self-worth. Although... In my particular case, I do believe that I've carried around a lot of excess weight for decades because I didn't believe that I deserved to be healthy and fit. Like that really is a true statement for me. That is what felt real to me, that I didn't deserve it. Like that there was something innately wrong with me that I could never have that. And um, it wouldn't matter if I tried to lose weight or went on a diet. It was almost like other people got to experience that, but I didn't. And uh, I didn't believe that I was ever going to get to the point where I could lose weight and keep it off. And I'm in a place right now in my life where I'm like, okay, I'm starting to shed the pounds and I'm I'm dealing with those old paradigms, those old stories again, and really, you know, trying to work through them and unpack them so that I can keep the weight off at this point. Because our subconscious is really what is running the show. And for me, my subconscious was stuck in those old stories. And some of them were of my own doing, but others of them were generationally related and they were like so embedded into who I was and to my family of origin, all of which I have been unpacking over the past year. And I'm going to share a few stories with you about what that's looked like. So just, just hold on because we'll get there. But before we get into that, can we just take a collective breath together. (laughs) Like I just really feel I'm like, okay, just like take a nice deep breath all the way down to your belly. (sighs) Okay, this feels like I'm ready. It feels like I'm ready to dive into this. And you might be thinking, okay, Andrew, why the heck would you talk about this right before the holidays? Like we're at the beginning of December, but you know what? There's no better time 
to honor yourself than to take this time right now to make a change in your own life. I'm doing it for myself. And uh, even though there's part of it that, you know, is honestly, I'm like, yes, I want to look good. I want to look good in a pair of jeans. But I also really am, I'm, I'm committed to my own health. And I'm committed to being the healthiest version of myself. So I shared with you in a previous episode that this year um, feels like a really pivotal year for me. I turned 49 in October, the 10th actually, and it really hit home for me that this is the time of my life that if I'm going to make changes, it's now. I'm going into my 50s and I get to decide what it is that I really desire in my life, what stays, what goes. I'm the one who gets to really decide what is good for me within my business. And I just want to go into my 50s feeling really good. And I want to go into my 50s feeling healthy and fit and vibrant and energized. So no, it's not, this is not an episode about body positivity, and it's not a, an episode about weight loss, but it is an episode about learning to have acceptance and love for who you are, and also to be committed to taking action that will help you to realize the best version of yourself. Weight and body image for me over the years has held a lot of shame, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast. And there have been a lot of times where I felt like I wasn't good enough to have what I desire. And even though I hate to admit this, I have put a lot of blame on my weight as the reason why I'm not married. And I'm 49 years old, going to be 50, never been married, never had children. And there's this like even getting chills thinking about it. There's been so many times where the subconscious belief has been, well, if I was just thinner, I probably would have found somebody. Somebody would have wanted to marry me. And I know consciously that's not true, but my subconscious bought into that story long ago. And it has kept me in a place where there's no way for me to be in a loving relationship when I'm overweight. And I think there's a part of me that has kept me overweight for fear of also being in a relationship. So I think it's been like on both ends for me. It's it's really, you know, been kind of one of those dual-edged swords. But not only you know, in a relational sense, but also within my business and success. Like, I think that one of the subconscious beliefs that I've really had has been, um, I'll never be successful until, like until I weigh a certain amount or until, you know, I look a certain way and people don't take me seriously if I'm overweight or my face looks round or, uh, you know, you know, all of those things that I think, you know, we can find ourselves saying about ourselves. And it has been this underlying belief that I've carried around and held. And I've used it, the belief, as a wall. I've used it as a guard, as a shield, keeping me from the very things 
that I want and that I desire for fear that then I would have to change and things would have to be different. And, you know, it is really a bigger thing that goes on than just like simply losing weight. And, and I think that is I, where I, I think sometimes we go wrong because we think, oh, if we could just, you know, work out or just eat healthier, just count calories or um, just get moving more, you know, like stop being so lazy. And really, it's, it's really just not about that. I think it's about why are we not making those changes? Why do we not want to make those changes? What is behind making those changes? What would have to exist for us to live a different way? And that has been my scapegoat. So I'm just putting it out there. Maybe you relate to that as well. And there have been a million reasons why I've yo-yo dieted and gone up and down on my weight over the years. But at the center of it all has been a fear of showing up as I truly am. And then not being accepted for being who I truly am. And just like even saying that, just, oh, oh. Making the decision this year to put myself first and to get healthy, to lose the weight, really meant that I would have to unravel a lot of different stories, ideas, things that have kept me where I was and go deep down the layers um, of why I've not lost weight and why I have not been able to keep off weight when I have lost at certain times in my life. And um, I know talking about this is just going to have to be, you know, being honest about all of that and sharing about those unspoken fears, facing them head on. And I need you to know that this is something I'm actively doing. So it's not something that I'm done doing. It is something I am in the process of doing. And I don't typically talk about things that I'm in the process of doing. I usually wait until I'm you know, through it and then talk about the lessons that I've learned. But I really felt for this series, the Authentically Me series, was really about being authentic and sharing the journey and sharing with you where I am at and maybe why I've held myself back and not taken those steps of courage in my own life and not done the things I wanted to do and felt as though I was really not being the most authentic version of myself. And there was a time in my life that I had lost a significant amount of weight. And it was um, in 20, well, there's two times, but the time that I'm going to share with you was in 2019. And I was at the beginning stages of a relationship that ended up not going anywhere. In fact, it was a disastrous relationship. Because within six months of that relationship ending, I actually put the weight back on that I had lost. And in hindsight, the reason why I took the weight off was for this guy. It wasn't because I was ready to take the weight off or I, I was dealing with any of the stories. It was just like this pure uh, adrenaline of like, I have to look good. And of course, so then I gained the weight back. Then came the pandemic, um, like months after that. 
and I, I added an additional 10 pounds. I call it my COVID weight, but it was like, okay, sealed the deal weight. I don't know what, what it was. But anyways, I got to the point this year when I looked in the mirror, I actually didn't even recognize myself anymore. True story. Like I would see myself in pictures and go, what the F is happening right now? But it wasn't just physically, although yes, it was like I looked at myself and said like, what, why is my, my, the shape of my face like that? And I feel so puffy and inflamed and, but emotionally, I also felt like I was carrying so much. And even though I had done all of this inner healing work, and I've talked about that, and I had really done so much to heal myself um, around anxiety and depression and so many things in my life, there was this physical aspect of me that just like felt like I had abandoned it. Like I just walked out on myself. Because the task of losing weight and keeping it off was so so insurmountable of a mountain for me. And I honestly didn't know what to do. And there are three different perspectives that I really felt back in October needed to be addressed in my life in order for me to do this journey. And the first one was the physical aspect, the physical perspective, because like my body had undergone so much of the trauma of, you know, the diet culture, yo-yoing up and down in weight over years and and just really the wear and tear on my physical body of the weight of it being on my body and my body being fatigued and tired and, you know, feeling lethargic and just like it didn't want to do the job anymore. You know what I mean? Like it was like, okay, we're done here. And I had to address that part because I felt like in order for me to really, really love who I am, I have to have grace and compassion for this body. I have to love my body in every season. I have to love my body in every iteration because it's not just about loving or not loving the weight. It's about loving who I am. And my body has done everything that I've asked it to. It has been able to take the direction that my subconscious has given it, even though it's probably not the best direction, if I'm really honest with you. The second aspect that I really needed to address was the spiritual and energetic aspect. And I alluded to this just a few minutes ago, but it was really all about, you know, having this protective layer to keep other people from me and keep me from other people. And the weight, the physical weight was a manifestation of the energetic and spiritual component that I needed to keep people away, keep the rejection at bay, keep um, the hurt and the sadness and the isolation and the loneliness and the depression and the anxiety, all of those things. It was just like layers of keeping me safe. And it was manifesting in physical weight on my body, but it was 
coming from an energetic and a spiritual perspective because over the years, the more I had been hurt and not dealt with those hurts and not dealt with the things that had happened in my life, I was, um, you know, adding weight. Now, conversely, you know, this is my story, right? So I'm telling you about what has happened with me, but let's be real people. Like this is not just something that happens to people who are, you know, gaining weight. This could be something that happens to someone who is also struggling to keep weight on and to maintain weight and struggles with uh, an eating disorder. Like this can go both ways. In my particular story, in my life, it went this way. And so that's why I'm addressing it this way. But but honestly, friend, like our weight and the the things around um, what we are carrying is so multifaceted and so multi-layered. And uh, so I needed to also go on this journey to unpack that energetic perspective. And then the last one was really the emotional perspective, like the shame, the sadness that I felt that I wasn't really in the place that I wanted to be, that I didn't have the things I wanted to have, that my body looked the way it looked and just really feeling like um, I had abandoned myself. Oh, man. Okay. This is not an easy thing to talk about for sure. But I know that it's something that I really believe is going to help someone. And also, I know it's a part of my own journey moving forward as well. So this past October, I made the decision to make a massive change when it came to my physical body. Like I was like, okay, this is where we're at. Turning 49, you have one more year to 50. And um, I, I started the day after my birthday. My birthday was October 10th and October 11th was the day I was like, okay, I'm all in. And I'm happy to say it is December 3rd today when I am recording this episode and I'm still committed to the journey. And um, at the time, one of my peers on the in the online space was offering this phenomenal program. And I knew intuitively that this was the thing that I needed to do to start me on my weight loss journey. I needed something tangible to connect with. And I had felt a connection with him. So uh, I knew that he was the one to help me. So I hired Tyson Dirksen. And um, he helped me get my weight loss journey underway and and helped me commit to myself and to the process. And it's been seven weeks since I started and I've lost 10 pounds. And as important as it has been for me to physically lose the weight, to have like loss there, there's so much more to the process. It's been about committing to myself. It's been about staying committed to the process, staying committed to that this is more than just the weight. It is uh, a way of being. And it's about committing to love myself and do the hard thing and to stay in the program and to move my body daily and to do the inner work to release the energetic component of this whole process. And I have been feeling so, so good. And there are definitely days that I look in the mirror and I notice a, a significant change. 
But there are also days where I, I look and go, uh, I don't think anything's changed. And I feel frustrated and overwhelmed. But I keep coming back to um, why I committed to myself and why I decided to make this a priority right now. And this is not for someone else. This is for me. This is probably the first time in my life that I have committed to this process just for me. And so since I'm still on the journey, and since I'm like in the middle of the process, I want to share with you and unpack some of the beliefs that have kept me, you know, here, but also share with you um, what has worked for me. So I want to talk about breathwork. And I, you know, I've talked about this before, but it has been like such a godsend to me. I work with uh, my good friend, Amanda Clark. She's a phenomenal breathwork facilitator. And when I started to commit to this weight loss journey, I was honest with her about where I was at and what was coming up for me. And I do my own mindset work daily, but there were things that were coming up that I knew I needed to release in my breath and through my body. So her and I came up with um, some mantras and did a few sessions around releasing the weight. It is safe to release the weight. It is safe to emotionally and physically release the weight. And these sessions were a game changer for me, especially at the beginning, because I was able to create safety for myself in a way that I had never done before. And the next, that which leads me to my nervous system regulation, because feeling safe to lose weight was a big thing for me. And the body is so smart, like it remembers everything, right? And if it thinks for one moment that on the other side of weight loss is going to be a, a significant change, then it, it's probably going to be like, yeah, we're not doing that. We're not going there. You're not losing weight. And if you do, you're definitely going to gain it back because we do not want to change. We want to keep you safe. We want to keep you just the way you are right now and keep everything status quo. So for me, regulating my nervous system was a huge part of the process to create a sense of safety within my physical body so that it knew it's okay to release the weight. I've already mentioned this part, but um, getting support from Tyson was big, huge for me. Uh, Actually, you know, partnering with somebody and saying, okay, I need help. I don't know what I'm doing. I had done so many different diets. I had tried so many different things, programs, and none of them really worked. I cut calories, cut carbs. But basically, all I was doing was putting a lot of stress on my body and a lot of pressure on myself to lose the weight. And even though there had been times when I had been able to lose weight, those things were not working. Like I was bumping up against like failure after failure after failure. And so when I hired Tyson to support me in the process, he gave me the tools to start losing weight. And it has been like so, so such a great experience. And I have been shocked at how easy it has been. Like that part of it was just like the thing, I think the thing that blew me away the most. 
and of course the movement. In the past, um, I have committed to like doing a lot of running and um, this time I have not done that at all. In fact, I've done, I mean, just my daily movement. And, but what I did add in was strength training. So um, it has been just a different way of doing movement this time. But um, I think for me in this phase of my life, the strength training is really, really the biggest um, part of what I need to be doing. So here's the thing. I got to the 10 pound mark, right? So I lost 10 pounds. And then I had one of those like, okay, now what I do moments, right? Like I've got two trips planned. One of them was to do the live podcast recording. And the other one was for some events with our family, some holiday things that we were going to do. And with both of those trips planned, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm probably going to put the weight back on. And then I'm going to be right where, right back where I was before. So the very first trip that, um, I had was the the live podcast recording in Toronto and I came back home and I had only gained a half a pound. And I remember telling my my mom I was like, oh, "I can't believe it. I've only gained a half a pound. This is incredible." And I hadn't like really restricted myself in any way. Uh I had just kind of stuck to the plan. And I had eaten a few things that probably weren't on the plan, but um, you know, it was all good. Okay, so then as the next two weeks went by, I had a really tough time getting back into the rhythm. But I didn't completely throw everything away, but it was just clunky. Like it just wasn't, I wasn't getting back as quickly as I wanted to. So my second trip, I ended up gaining two more pounds. So as you can imagine, you know, after the two trips, there's like a lot going on in my mind, right? Like, okay, Andrea, you've gained all this weight back. It's like two and a half pounds. That's it. But um, really, honestly, like I, I don't know what happened, but I was just like, you know what? I, I know that it's just travel weight. I know that it's going to come off easily. And within one week of being home after the second trip, the weight had come off again. And I'm back down to the original 10 pounds that I was, which is a huge win a huge monumental win for me because not only did I was I able to lose the weight but I was able to walk myself through a process of being away staying committed to myself and to what I wanted to do without throwing myself into some sort of like crazy spiral and just you know being so hard on myself and in the end, when I came home and I was able to lose the weight again and just like get back on track and everything kind of fell back into place, I was like, wow, this is working. Like doing the nervous system regulation, really creating safety in my body and knowing exactly what is going into my body and fueling it, making sure that it is satiated and moving my body, getting enough rest, getting enough water, like all of these things are doing exactly what I need it to do. And it's so exciting for me because I know that going into my 50s that I'm going to be in the best shape of my life. My intention is to be healthy in every aspect of my life, from my mental health, to my physical health, to my spiritual health, 
and even to my financial health, which by the way, I'm going to be talking about next week. So as we wrap up this series, the Authentically Me series, and as we, you know, continue, you know, moving towards the end of the year, I just want to encourage you, the more you authentically show up as yourself, the more you really allow yourself to do the inner healing work, to transform the areas of your life that you have maybe kept hidden for fear of other people seeing the real you, I want to encourage you that this is your time, that this is the time for you to take those steps. Next week, I'm going to be talking about finances and the transformation that's taken place in my life. Um, But the one thing that I really want you to take away from all of this is that transformation takes place over time. It is a journey. There are always going to be new levels of ownership and expansion that you have to step into in order for you to have the transformation that you want in your life. And for me, the weight loss journey is one that is ongoing right now. It's not complete. And so I am excited to continue to share this journey with you and take you on the ride as you know, I move through the next weeks and months of the year and just really updating you on the things that I'm learning about myself and in the process. So I'm so glad that you've been on this journey with me. I hope that you've taken away something for yourself, whatever that may be. But I'd love to hear what it is that is your big takeaway. So you can find me at, at Andrea Chris Coach on Instagram. Leave me a message and let me know you listen to this episode, share it, um, whatever you like, but just let's connect and I'd love to hear where you are on your journey. Okay, friend, thanks for tuning in. Until next time, remember you have everything you need to live bravely. If you like this episode of the Courage Cast, we'd love to hear from you. Leave us a rating and review and while you're there, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Original music and production by Stephen Crowley.